mean, in the 70s, everybody was trying to get in on the gravy train for a while there. How many, I mean, there were so many different manufacturers there for a while. Yeah. Everybody was trying to get in. Which, which to me now is interesting because now we are seeing, you know, it's not just Jersey Jack. We're starting to see a lot of other smaller. Yes, and that's a good thing. I think so, too. That's but a I very good thing. It's, it's going to be something that... Um, There's going to be some attrition. Well, no, actually, I, th- I think it's a matter of as long as smaller companies are making more collectible boutique oh, games okay. with smaller sales runs, they are viable. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they can try and do what a lot of other companies have done. Um, and some of them do it really well. I mean, I have to give Spooky credit for getting the licenses that they have. They're awesome. I am really surprised. Um, well, it's, you know, I, I think he's kind of tapped into the, the whole pinball rock and roll, you know, horror aesthetic kind of a thing. I think it's great. I, well, that's his thing, too. Like, mm. he gets, good for him. He gets to do what he wants to do. I love it. Exactly. Um, so, um, but I, I've been lucky enough to, to go up to his manufacturing plant. Wow. It, you know, it looks like a big, you know, 10, 15, 20,000 foot uh, pre-manufactured building. But right, factory floor, I, baby. That's what it is. Yep. And uh, I think this is when he was building the larger space across the, the street as well. But, you know getting to see that where they actually made the pinball games and that's huge got the tour Charlie was awesome that's great yeah so um, that that was you know you, you can go to Expo in Chicago you can get you can go on the Stern tour you can you know um, go see what's happening over at Pinball Life you can I mean that that's a that's been a great show for me for the past couple of years when it's been no around. I miss shows so much man well yeah I mean I've, I've been very lucky you know Colorado's had a good show mm-hmm. for a long time and um, I just miss going to see my friends and playing pinball exactly exactly so what I, I want to ask uh, speaking of shows and stuff you guys I noticed before you guys used to have to do a thing like a big camp out thing with pinball that's Dory Hill that's alright but aren't you in, aren't you part of that whole thing yeah uh, well I should, I'm part of the whole thing in the sense that I've been doing it ever since it's started oh okay and it is my favorite show that looks ever. like a beauty baby yeah and um, and it you know, it nearly died, and then some other people um, came on by and um, revived it. And now um, we have the plague. <laughs> yeah, exactly, killing everything indiscriminately. But like we are, like the last couple of years until the plague, 
that we would uh, Golden State Pinball Festival and before that uh, Pentagogo in the campground yeah. set up a tent, yes. two or three or four machines going, get the outdoor arcade going, and you guys like had that's a whole nother level out there in Colorado way. That's just a beauty. I love. I like looking at that thread back in the day. I love looking at that stuff. That's a beauty. Well, the, the other thing I can tell you is it should be coming back. Yes. Uh, the trick is that, um, you know, they've had really good response from a lot of people, and the campground is only so large. Mm-hmm. So they had a, the last time they had over 100 competitors. No way. <laughs> That's yeah. so hard. And, um, and they've had, they had people from, uh, all four U.S. continental time zones and Hawaii. Wow. Yeah, so that's five. That's so hot. Five, five U.S. time zones coming to check out this thing, and there's nothing else like it. I, I know. that's It's such a beauty. I think I, I love the idea. I love the concept. It, it, yeah, that's a beauty, baby. That's so killer. Well, um, just stay in touch with me, and if you want to come on out I might oh. do that one of these years baby because that just like that looks like the whole thing camping pinball the whole thing it's just like yes well, they do that up at the um the BFW site too oh yeah they, out um, in Michigan huh yeah they okay. do so alright there's, there's definitely a pinball camping thing coming around yes and um you know I actually wanted to spread the story of that when I could and um I know you're 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 doing your thing here, but no, I love I it. Do, uh, I used to do a podcast called the Little King's Pinball Podcast. I listened to the one that's available, and you guys were talking about one of those uh, camping Excellent. shows. That was yes, the only one that's uh, still left available. I looked it up. I'm like, oh yeah. Then then I went back and looked up the thread and stuff, and uh, yeah, that's just that's beauty, cowboy. So it's yeah, it's still. I mean. I, am, I don't want to take anything away from anybody who's doing anything to you know, promote pinball through shows and events and things like that. But um, it's my favorite. <laughs> no. And it's also, um, you know, it's one thing I've, I've done every single year that had it. So I've been... You're jonesing, baby. You're jonesing. Well, it's, it's also just um friends mm-hmm. oh yeah no doubt and uh, you know I'll, I'll miss some friends that I only would see at say Papa or Pinberg mm-hmm. <laughs> and but uh, you know the, the people that we see at, and it really has to do with the environment too yes you're in a campground it's over 9,000 feet above sea level and sometimes it's cold and sometimes it's you know snowing or raining or something but mm. it's not um, it's not always the easiest environment <laughs> to operate a pinball game in no doubt uh, so they, they you know we usually leave the EMs on overnight exactly keep the place warm there's your heater right there sleep yeah. underneath this thing so um yeah and uh you know people will come in their rvs other people will come in tents uh if you're fortunate enough to get one of the dory 
cabins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's one of the things where every single year people come on up and they're like, know, I'm back next year, baby. I'm hooked. I'm, I'm uh, hooked. Come on up here. I don't have a place to stay. Can someone help me out? <laughs> you know. Yeah, and dealing with the, the machines and the, the weather. Dealing with well, the, you, you can okay. only cheat the weather so much when you're that high. Oh, no doubt. We we like. I mean, it ain't the same as what you got. But the last one week, couple of year ago, we had a big old rainstorm on the last day of, of Gold State Pinball Festival, and so the tents, the tent in the campground where the pinball machines were leak was leaking a little bit. So I had yeah. my oh boy, and I had a big old roll of that um, cling wrap stuff that they use to wrap like um, you know when you're moving and stuff. So we just cling wrapped the entire EM pinball machine and kept on playing. Nice. I love it. <laughs> it was pretty that's hot. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's well, you know, that was another thing that um you know, I still haven't been to Banning, I still haven't been to so many of those spots that you're talking about. Um I always find it interesting that California is such a big place and I really don't you know, there there seems to be places in California that are really good for pinball culture and then other places that are really large and you're wondering where all the pinball where are all exactly <laughs> uh-huh and you know looking for machines we call it like the California tax like everything seems to be like more expensive out here like wait that, that shouldn't cost that much but you know something about well, California well you know I will um I will travel for a game if it's on the list. Yeah, if it's it's one you really want, no doubt. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, is I've got so many games, and so right now, I, you, are most of them still out on location, or where do you keep them all right now? In my garage. <laughs> You're, you got a big enough garage, really? I've got a, a two car garage that I've got a lot of pinball games in, and then my basement's filled with them, and I've got a few in the living room. Oh, dog. <laughs> you got it bad. The kitchen yet. Once they get in the kitchen, then you're really in trouble. You got it bad, baby, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> I do. But yeah, I actually, I, you know, the, I've got four games upstairs, and uh, all the other games I've got are, uh, the, the downstairs is pretty much an office, washer, dryer, and pinball games <laughs> I love but, it <clears throat> yeah but it's for, for me it's also you know I, I try to be social yeah <laughs> and, and share because um, that's what it's all about you know I can't take anything away from a great game of Attack from Mars but it really isn't that hard to find an Attack from Mars game Mm-hmm. no exactly but, yeah, but it, you know, I've got a bunch of games that I've got at my place, and I try to make sure that they're doing what they should, mm-hmm. and I try and make sure that, um, you know, I, I used to have the like Halloween parties and things like that, mm-hmm. um, and what I found out was uh, it came back to the people and my friends. Yep, and um, and this was granted. This was before. Uh, everything shut and closed down. But, yeah, before the the plague. Yeah, but um, 
one of my favorite things was to have a pot like a like a monthly potluck and you know like the second friday of the month or something like that Mm -hmm. people just run over and bring food and you know drink their drink and smoke their smoke and have their fun exactly And, and uh I just share what I have. Exactly, and half the time you don't even you don't even spend half your time playing pinball. You spend half your time talking pinball, and that's half the fun. Well, that was the difference between the, the parties and the potluck. Is that when I'd have these parties, um, they were so uh, the, the place was so filled with people that. You know, I'm inevitably running around. Is everything okay? Right. You know, is this know. working? Is this working? Yeah. Is this game working? Over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and what ended up happening was I didn't enjoy my own parties. <laughs> I know that yeah. one, baby. Which you know, which is is fine. You know, now and then give and not worry about getting anything in return. But I like to, you know, pinball people are really good people they're big kids <laughs> you're gonna have like that's big what kids it is with yeah. some different personalities but i have never ever met a pinball person a pinball player that i would call mean ever so far and, we've been i've been pretty lucky same way baby yeah and that's a that's a, i can't say the same for the rest of humanity you know? <laughs> yeah, the, so, the batting average isn't quite so high elsewhere. It's it's the, it's the culture, you know, and uh, well, you know, yeah. I mean, if you got a pinball machine, you can't be somebody. You you can't be what is it? An island. You eventually you're going to need to reach out to somebody to fix it, or you're going to want somebody to play it with you, or whatever. You know, a pinball machine is a is, is a communal thing. You can't just have a pinball machine by yourself forever. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to quote Tim Arnold on this one because he made an observation. I think this is way back when on the This Old Pinball podcast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he said there's this huge cultural shift in America where in the 70s, you would go home and you would sit down and you would eat. And then you would go out for your entertainment. And do something, uh-huh. Yeah, right? And now, uh, between technology and culture and economics, the shift is people stay home for their entertainment. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll watch their favorite, you know, 4K remaster on their 97-inch <laughs> yeah. screen TV. I mean, granted, the theaters are closed right now, too. Right, but we're, ignore COVID for now. Yeah, but but I'm saying is that that change happened. Right. And what oh yeah. People, they would they would go out and eat. They wouldn't they wouldn't stay at home and eat. They'd go out and eat now. Oh yeah. And so, you know, the, the interesting thing from for me now is seeing what's happening with the bar arcades, where you know people will still go out and be social, and they'll go out and they'll drink, and they'll go out and they'll grab a, you know, a or a $15 burger. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's where they're going to play pinball now. That's where a lot of locations are now. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pacific Northwest is like going crazy that before COVID, obviously. Um, barcades were like 
all that and a bag of chips, basically. They were going to town. Yeah. It was get, there was one on every corner, practically. And, you know, obviously, that ain't going to be the same now. It isn't. But, but even then, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's still something to consider as, you know, as an operator. Oh, no doubt. Um, you know, people worry about, you know, how are they going to make money with it? And there's a bunch of different ways to go through it. But more than anything else, if you're sharing space with somebody who's got a bar, they know that they're making their money at the bar. Exactly. And your, your job is to try to keep them there longer. Well, that it, that's part of the enticement. Mm-hmm. They're going to hang out with their friends and they're going to have enough beer. Or something like that. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so so now, you know, you, you have a lot of bar arcades that are um, you know, the, the people that own the bar arcades now own the games. Yeah, <laughs> they realize why should I be splitting the money? They could be, but then it also depends on their operation and how they do it. Exactly, and maintenance, and now do they know how to do it themselves? And now I got to hire a guy, and wait, when now it's more expensive than just having somebody else do the whole thing. Yeah. Uh huh. So a lot of whole rabbit hole. See what these 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 places now is they will buy a game and they will, um, you know, they'll operate it for. You know, until it starts to cost to repair. <laughs> there you go. And so let's say you've got a pinball game and, you know, you make, you know, three to $5,000 with it in the first six months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you can take that money and just reinvest it into the next game. Which is what Tim did. Yes, that was one of the things that he did. But his thing was, you know, he owned the location. Yep. And he, um, you know, he he would end up collecting games later on. But um, I think he felt differently about pinball games than he did about other types of games, too. Yes. So, anyway. Um, yeah, it's it's all changing. And, you know, uh, a lot of people don't like to think of it this way, but, you know, I think a dollar a game is pretty much standard issue. It is these days. I mean, I mean, if you do the math on inflation, I was, you, you were paying, I mean, when you were playing Space Shuttle back in the day, it was a quarter for three ball, right? No, 50 cent for three ball, right? Which game was this again? Space Shuttle back in the day. Wasn't that, wasn't that one of the first 50 cent games? Um, well, the first time I played a 50 cent game was, it was either Black Hole or Black Knight. All right, so. Two dual level. That was the first time I, I played so that's, a game. So that's cents. almost the same era. So you you know, what Space Shuttle was a, uh, so if at best Space, Space Shuttle was, was like 84, yeah. I think. So that was 25 cents for three ball, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's yes. what I remember. So that was 84. So we're like, what is that? Uh, close to 40 years later, a dollar for three ball? I don't think, I think that's better than inflation. 
Well, even then. You know um, what I'm saying? I mean, I think yeah, the, but, the, but the price is basically the same. The too. If, if you're, you know, if you're buying a, a Stern Pro for, you know, $6,000. Right. Um, that's a different type of an investment from, um, you know, spending $1,200. Right. I mean, when the space shuttle went to an operator in 84, it was probably, what, eight, nine hundred bucks a grand? I'm not sure. That's actually, that's a good question. I'm sure someone else out there knows. Yeah, it's, that it's probably right in that range. So you figure inflation over 40 years, you're still in the same range new uh, a pro comes out at now, you know, which is what an operator would put on, on location. Yeah. Right. Well, so a dollar for a game for three ball, I, I think that's totally standard. Yeah, it's uh, you know either that or you know three games for two dollars or something like that. Yeah, that that'd be a good one, especially if you buy the little cards, like whatever you get a little one of them card reader things or whatever. If you got a, 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 a yeah. fairly permanent location or a fairly stable location or whatever. Um. So I we haven't even gotten to the whole main part what I want to talk to you about like rating machines and faves and stuff but we've been at this an hour so you want to do another night one of these days we can talk about all that stuff because I want to keep I, you, I want to keep you talking all night but I want to talk about like you know advice for noobs pay, buying a machine you know these guys that want to come on and spend like four grand on one machine or whatever I want to talk about that stuff but we've been at this an hour so I don't want to keep you all night yeah. Um how about this? Why don't we, uh, why don't we cut this short and then let's schedule another talk? Yeah, let's do that. I think that'd be great. Okay. All right. All right. So, so, so with that in mind, um, yeah, uh, just, we'll get in touch. Uh, PMs. I got your text, man. I can hound you now, like on your phone and stuff. So it'll be easier. Uh, now that I'm back home. Yes. I hope all that's worked out and everything. I know yeah. family issues are always stuff and family health issues are even more. So good luck with yeah. all that stuff. Thank, thank you. My, my parents are, you know, they're, they're recovering quite nicely from COVID. So. Oh my. So both of them? Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Bummer, dude. But they're, they're, they're not having too much after effects or whatever. They're getting well. They're getting better. Oh, good. So, yeah, so that's that's. that's and you're you're out. you're okay. You 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 stayed safe, dealing with them and stuff. Yeah, I isolated myself within the house as much as I could. Uh, always wear a mask. Good man. All uh, right, all right. Eat, didn't eat the food there. Um, <laughs> all right, just checking, baby. So, oh no, no, I I got tested before I left town there, and then I got tested when I got back. Good, 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 I've good. Been, I've been fortunate enough not to carry any of it. Lucky. Good, good, good. Yep. All right, cowboy. Lovely talking to you. Uh, we'll be in touch soon. Thanks for checking in, and good to talk to you, Kevin. It's been a pleasure. Have yourself a great evening. You do the same, baby. Talk to you soon. Be well.